Hi, runners and walkers, and welcome to Run Your Story, where every story needs to be heard. And today, I am so excited and extremely honored to share Kristen Rather's runner story. I have known Kristen for several years. She is one of my running mentors, a guru, somebody that I go to for advice, and I just absolutely love and adore her. She shares in her story about marathon training and what that looked like and then going into the marathon and actually finishing. She just completed her marathon a couple of weeks ago when she did Memphis for St. Jude and what an amazing journey. And I got to watch her journey because this was part of our training program for Battleship 12K. She was one of our running mentors and what an honor because she dug deep for this, whether it was putting in time with our trainees and doing that, plus putting in her own hours and mileage. And I could not be more proud of a runner. And so congrats, Kristen, on that. If you don't know Kristen, rather, I cannot wait to share her story with you. She's also a PT, a mom. She talks about juggling it all. And I am just am in awe of her. And really, she's one of my running heroes. So guys, I hope that you enjoy this podcast. Enjoy getting to know Kristen. And here's her run your story. So excited because I have the great, amazing Kristen Rather. Before we get started, I have to share this story about how we know each other. And she's giggling because I love this story. So I've known Kristen, geez, I don't know how many years now. But Kristen was one of my professors when I was at University of Mobile. And then after I graduated, we started biking together. And we did ride yellow, which that was a great memory in that itself. And yeah, and then now we're running buddies. So we just could not get rid of me after class. So I'm really excited because not only were you like such a great professor, and I say that because I did pass your classes, but yes, yeah, so you're not yeah. taking any of my classes now, so you don't have to say that it. now. Correct. Yeah. But also because you are not only one of my best friends, but you're also a running resource that I go to, a running mentor that I look up to because we bounce ideas off each other. Like we've done different training plans. And so when you find something new, you're like, hey, check this out. Or when I find something new. So you're kind of like my running guru, so to speak. So And you have officially embarrassed me (laughs) at this point in time. So... Yeah. So, no. <laughs> no, I really do appreciate this. And I am truly honored and very excited because, like I said, I just I adore you not only as a friend, but also as a runner. So, oh, thank you. And those are big, huge accolades. And I, I feel really embarrassed right now, but very honored as well. So, I'm looking forward to this. And I've listened to all of the podcasts so far. And I've actually really enjoyed all of them. They've been great. Oh, um, awesome. Thanks. As I sit and listen to them, I try to think of the stories that I have and how to answer the questions, and I don't feel adequate enough to talk about it, but we'll do it. But here best. we are. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> so that being said, Kristen, what is your run story? So I dabbled with running whenever I graduated from University of Mobile with athletic training, really just to stay in shape. I did a couple of 5Ks, a couple of 10Ks, nothing very like consistent. Um, Then I got into PT school, and it was very stressful. Mm. So I needed to find a way to manage my stress. 
I joke around and I say PT school is nothing more than academic hazing. (laughs) So the way I learned how to manage my stress was run. Mm. I mean, I think the first day I got out, put on some tennis shoes that were absolutely horrible for me to run in, and I ran four miles. Wow. So a friend of mine that I met in PT school, Stephanie, uh, she started running with me, and I said, hey, if we're going to run all the time, we might as well train for a half. Oh, okay. And she said, no. I said, but yeah, we can. She said, no. I said, but think about it. If we break down, we have a radius of 13.1 miles that we could walk or run or jog in mm-hmm. order to find help. And that's where it all started. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> So you've had some incredible running adventures. You've done Ragnar Relay. Yes, I have. I've done it twice, actually. My first time I did it, we ran Chattanooga to Nashville. It was only three months after my sister had a child, and so she wasn't able to do Ragnar. And I stepped in because they have a team called We Run 22Q, and they do that to raise money for a genetic abnormality called 22Q. Gotcha. Um, so I stepped in for her, and I ran that one for her and for my nephew that actually has 22Q. And then I did another one in 2019 where we ran Waukegan to Madison, Wisconsin. But that time I actually got to do it with my sister. Oh, So that awesome. was a pretty memorable experience, and we had a fantastic time. Yeah. So if you've never done a Ragnar, it's an experience that you can't explain until you do it. It's really fun. Which, which yeah. speaking of right now, I'm excited because we have a group that's going in April. Right. Uh, to do the to trail. Do, to do the yeah. trail. So very excited. And we're together part of that yeah. team. So the weekend together. <laughs> which I've never done a trail. So I'm interested to see how this one's going to yeah. go. Dude, that's so awesome. It should be fun. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So with all these running adventures that you've done, what is a lesson or some lessons that you've learned from running? I don't know how to say no. Okay, fair. (laughs) No, in all honesty, it's really just discipline. Mm. I've learned to be disciplined in my running. Sometimes the runs aren't fun. Sometimes they're not good, but I know that they need to get done. Ooh, that's good. So I've just really learned to be disciplined in whatever it is I do. I've also learned that I can accomplish a lot of great things if I just set my mind to it. Mm. So with the last achievement was my first marathon over the past weekend. That's right, yeah. So... (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, really just discipline. Mm -hmm. And so how was that? Because you were part of the training program. And so you were a running mentor, which, fabulous job. But you had to basically take time for yourself to put in your miles. Mm -hmm. But then also you put in miles with the training group. And you handled that so, so beautifully. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, It really wasn't that hard just because the training group was just easy to work with. It was inspiring to see everybody come out and meet week after week after week and seeing them set PRs for themselves, seeing them set goals and achieving all this over and over and over Mm -hmm. again that it really didn't make my training for a marathon that much harder at all. Mm. So, yeah, I would either run before or I would run after, after we met. So, I mean, it was great experience yeah so well dude that's awesome we were all cheering for you all excited (laughs) I didn't get all the messages until afterwards and some of them came through as I had my airpods in and you know it seemed to hit right at the right time whenever I was getting kind of down getting tough and I would get a message that said hey congratulations you're almost there or hey you're a marathoner Mm. and it got pretty emotional sure oh that's awesome and you did Memphis I did Memphis. Yeah, so we you did ran the through St. Jude. Jude. Yep, we got to run through the St. Jude 
research facility and to see the healthcare workers and to see the spectators and to look up and see some of the kids waving from mm. their rooms. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Very cool. So not only getting that medal, putting in all the work, but I, then seeing what everybody's it went to. calling you a hero and everybody's oh. thanking you and and all I'm sitting there thinking is all I'm doing is running. Oh. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like all I did was run. Mm. So. Dude. They're the ones fighting. So. That's awesome. So speaking of, you have routines. Yes. So and something that we've talked about numerous times, because again, like I said, like I go to you a lot and I'll be like, hey, Kristen, what are you doing? You know, sort of thing. So for something like your marathon, what was your pre-race routine? So I typically get up, I would say probably an hour and a half, two hours before, and I try to get moving, get going. I will drink a cup of coffee. I'm not really consistent as far as what I eat. It's mm. either toast with peanut butter, sure. a little bit of agave on it, or I'll do oatmeal. But I do try to get something on my stomach before mm-hmm. I start running. Other than that, I have my clothes laid out the night before. I throw them on, lace up, and just try to stretch to the best of my ability. And yeah. Try not to let the nerves get too much to me because <laughs> there were a couple of times that I would turn and I would look at Stephanie, who actually ran the marathon with me. Oh, I talked her into wow. doing the marathon with me. From PT school. From PT school. Oh, get out of here. I've talked her into doing all the bad things. <laughs> she has reminded me of that. So there were a couple of times I looked at her and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and she was like, me either. But here we are. Here we are. And. Right as they said go, I was like, holy moly, no turning back now. Ah, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> it was fun. But, I, I mean, I really don't have, like, a preset race mm-hmm. routine. It's kind of varies a little bit. Yeah, but. for sure. How about post-race? Anything that you do? Is there a certain food that you're like, I really want it? <laughs> as I was running, and I think I hit, like, between 18 and 20 miles, I looked at Stephanie, and I was like, I want a bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> and I want French fries. And I want a milkshake, and I want it to be greasy and just disgusting for me. So, yeah, that's kind of my post-race routine is just a big old greasy bacon cheeseburger. I like that. And anybody that knows me knows my love for bacon. Mm. I joke around, and I say I think that's the sixth love language. Mm, and that bacon. bacon. Gotcha. Bacon. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of my post-race routine. So did you go routine. after your marathon? Did you go find... We went and ate at a place called Rendezvous. So we went and got a pulled pork sandwich. Oh, okay. But I was so exhausted. I I mean, I might have eaten a couple of bites. But that's okay. Because yeah, I yeah. made up for it sa- Sunday and Monday and the rest of this week. Yeah, absolutely. I've been eating we'll just, just junk. So <laughs> I definitely made up for it. You're like, listen, I crossed that finish line. I deserve I mean, every single. <laughs> I'm eating everything this week. I we'll look it. at nutrition next that's week. That's right. Absolutely. I love it. it right now. So, but yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> So what is one of your favorite running items? I love my flip belt. So I run with Mm -hmm. music. Mm -hmm. I have to have something in my ear to kind of distract me from what I'm actually doing. But I have a flip belt, and it fits goose. It fits my phone in there. And I literally just flip it kind of upside down so that way the opening's pressed up against me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't move, doesn't budge. I don't think I could run without it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I like it a lot. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Where do you find yours at? Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay. So this is one of my favorite questions for you. What is <laughs> what is your favorite running shoe? So this is one I've been thinking about. <laughs> and 
while I was marathon training, I ran in three different types of shoes. I would do my long runs in the Sacconi Tempest. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then I have a pair of Mizunos mm-hmm. and I have a pair of Asics. And I've ran in Ultras and I've <laughs> ran in Carhoos, Brooks, Adidas. I don't think I can say I have a favorite. Oh, okay. Which yeah, just yeah. gives me an excuse to buy more shoes and try more out. Hopefully. Ben's not listening. Hopefully right? Ben won't listen to this <laughs> podcast. Because I asked him, I said, what do I get as my, my marathon? Hey, you completed a marathon yeah. gift. And he was like, I don't know. What do you want? I was like, how about a new pair of running shoes? Mm. He said, absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> You've never told me no. And you're telling me no on a new pair of shoes. So You're like, I don't think you understand. I right. put in all these miles on this pair of shoes. Right. He said, You've got two other ones that you didn't run the marathon in that you could rotate oh, through. And I was ben. like, oh. Well, so I'm still working on that one. Not as you should. <laughs> Christmas list, wish list. Be, like, what else absolutely. do you get a runner other absolutely. than a new pair of shoes? There we go. For I sure. Yeah. You, you mentioned Goose. So what is something that you – is there a certain brand that you prefer, like, for running fuel? Like, during the marathon, what did um, you use? So during the marathon, I used Goose, and I also used Honey Stingers, which mm-hmm. I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually introduced me, or you mentioned those, so I grabbed a couple of those, and I used those while I was training. Sarah Nell mentioned the high-low gummies, mm-hmm. and I tried those as well. All three of those were really great, so I kind of used a combination of oh, all that's of awesome. them. Yeah. So I enjoyed them. After race, I would say the LMNT mm-hmm. electrolyte recovery drink. That was fantastic. Gotcha. That was really good. Even though it wasn't that hot, it, mm-hmm. it just... It really helps to helps you re- with recovery. Oh, for sure. So I enjoy yeah, that yeah. a lot. Yeah. What has by far been a favorite running memory? Because you have a lot of them. Yeah, I've got a lot. My most favorite was probably just crossing the finish line of the marathon. There's been another one where I got to do the Ragnar with my mm-hmm. sister. There's been the one where I, me and my husband and his cousin Shane, we actually finished the Spartan Trifecta in 2019. Wow. So we got to finish that together with him. I mean, the first half marathon that I did was fantastic with Stephanie and Pensacola to where I don't know how in the world it was uphill both ways in Pensacola. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> We, it was somehow, yeah. and it was 19 degrees whenever we started. But, um, I mean, I've had a lot of them, and probably, I don't know, all of them have been my favorite. I mean, some of my most memorable ones have been crossing the finish line and just seeing my family there. Oh, yeah. So, cheering mm-hmm. me on. So, mm-hmm. they're they're all kind of memorable. Yeah. Oh, So, I'm staying out awesome. a little bit more than yeah. others. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Running jams, because you mentioned you always got to have something in your, yeah. your ear. Yeah. So, what does Kristen's playlist look like? It is all over the place. It goes anywhere from hard rock slash heavy metal. <laughs> okay. To, I know. To classic rock, to 90s, 2000s hip hop, rap, oh. uh, Tupac, Biggie. I mean, those are some of my jams. I'm Dude. not telling some of the other ones because I might get judged a little bit. But I know some people feel me. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. wow. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. It shows a little bit of my other side. Yeah. <laughs> the gangster side. The gangster you side. Got it. Yeah, you know, so it is what it is. So what has been one of your favorite recovery tools? Because I know that you love recovery. So my massage gun. Mm. I love mm-hmm. my massage gun and I love a foam roller. I love hate over foam roller. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, those are probably some of my favorite recovery tools. I enjoy those. So yeah. one of the coolest things that you did with the training program was that you opened up your clinic. Yes. And we came over, we all gathered at Encore, and we just had a blast. Like, mm -hmm. you, you went over some great stretches with everybody and just had a great night with that. And so from a PT perspective, yes. how important is stretching and oh, making gosh. sure – yeah. I mean, I can't express it enough. I see so many patients and runners especially. Even I get guilty of it that we run – and we don't pay attention to anything else for sure and then your running gait gets thrown off and then that's where injury occurs so yeah i mean stretching and just some of the basic stretches to pay attention to even on days that you don't run i mean mm. it's just so important so yeah i mean anyway i could educate anybody on just stretching and doing that and strengthening as well just to help you run for as long as you possibly can i mean i want to be able to run until I'm 80 years old and Absolutely. hopefully I'll finally win a race because I'll be the only one <laughs> in my category. But that's because I stretched and I strength trained throughout the entire time. But um, so, I mean, I, I can't express how important it is just to stretch every mm. single day. It'll mm -hmm. just ward off so many just minor aches and pains that might keep you from hitting the pavement. Ooh, for so, sure. Yeah, that's great yeah. advice. What is a great cross-training activity that you like? You mentioned strength training. So what yeah. is something else that you like to do? I do do a little bit of strength training, but I also have a Peloton bike that mm -hmm. I do like to get on there, and I, I like to do, you know, rides from time to time. I love it because so. we'll tell each other what ride to check out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll I mean, like, hey, Kristen, go do this one, or Allison, do this one. And then we'll text each other and be like, oh, my gosh, you were so right. right. And they're just, I mean, they're just great instructors. They're inspiring. Mm -hmm. They're upbeat, and it's yeah. just fun. And, you know, you don't even realize you're working out until mm -hmm. they're hollering at you or they look directly at you is what it seems like, and they look deep into your soul, and they're right. just like, yes, you can. And you're like, I know I can. Let me just keep going. And or all of a sudden you thought the resistance was one thing, and then they're like, yeah. oh, no, we're going to go. Go up yeah. more and you're like and then Whoa. now you're gonna stand up and you're like Whoa. <laughs> wait a minute now wait a minute so absolutely but yeah, yeah those are mostly the ways that I like to cross train awesome. so, yeah. and you have a great gym at home that you use so We're working on getting it yeah. better and better so you know I kind of stopped going to the gym though once I had my son because after working all day mm -hmm. and then coming home being a new mom I remember coming home the first day, or first or second day after I was back at work, and I looked at my husband and I was like, "Let's go." He said, "Where are we going?" I said, "We're going to buy a treadmill." I said, "Cause I'm not working all day, and then going to a gym to spend mm. an hour to not be around my family." So mm. it gives me the opportunity having a home gym to either work out in the morning time before people wake up, or come home quickly, get it done in the afternoon, so that way I can be around my family. But then also that way my kids see me working out oh that's good and I can yeah. hopefully I mean they watch you more than what you actually realize they mm -hmm. watch you so there'll be times that Isaac or Emery will come in there and they'll work out with me oh that's awesome it is it can be <laughs> annoying at times but I love them dearly and you know I just want to instill in them that hey you don't have to do this you get to do this mm, like mommy oh, gets good. to work out mm -hmm. so we get to move our body and I mean that's what we're called to do absolutely so. oh I love that is there a mantra, something that when you, especially with your long runs that you did, that you were like, just that just kept you motivated? My mantra is I can do hard things. Mm. I have it on a little piece of board that I made where I hang my medals and my bibs on the races that I've done, and it says I can do hard things. I have a uh, road ID that I used to wear, and on it, it's I can do hard things. So that's kind of what I repeat to myself. I mean, there are a couple of training runs that 
I mean, I broke down and I was like, I don't think I can do this. And then I had my five seconds of you can't do this to going back to my mantra and being like, you can do hard things. Mm. You've already done hard things. Ooh, yeah. So that helps me to keep going. You also have a junk brand that says yes, you can do hard things. I can do hard things. And speaking of junk brands, I'm just going to go ahead and give a shout out here because it's because of you <laughs> that I have a junk brand addiction. So great, as you're listening to this, it's really Kristen that you have to thank. Yes, for... you're welcome. Guys. Yes. And then it's really Allison that you have to thank for the shoe addiction as well. So... On We're both bad influences, maybe, for each, on other. each other. And so our husbands really appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, so, I mean, Junk Brand is mm, fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, just a shout-out. If you ever want to sponsor Junk Brand, I mean, that would be great. Just go mm, ahead and sponsor absolutely. Run Your Story podcast. <laughs> yeah. plug. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Right. I appreciate that. <laughs> I loved it. So we did we did a triathlon together in Biloxi. <laughs> go for somewhere around there. Yeah. And you were wearing a – I was like, what is this? Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, it's Junk Brand. See, that's what I love about the running community. We don't keep secrets. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, the running community is great. They're encouraging. You don't keep secrets. Anything that you find out, you spread mm-hmm. it. I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. It's, it's the most inspiring community mm-hmm. I've ever been a part of. Yeah. So. I, I can't tell you how many Junk Brands <laughs> We won't. We don't ask questions we don't, like that. No, no. There's no mm-hmm. need to know. But, and it's also like good or sunglasses. We don't ask that. We don't keep count. <laughs> There's no need for that. It's not. That negativity. Mm-hmm. We'll move on. Next question. There we go. Okay. So a marathon's done. Yes. So what's your next racing goal? I don't know. Okay. I really, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not opposed to doing another marathon and maybe decreasing my time. Mm, okay. So, I mean, I'm happy with my time that I did. I'm happy that I finished and I ran the entire time, which were two of my goals. But I don't know. I don't know what my next goal is. Gotcha. So, so somebody's listening to this and they're like, oh, man, she did a marathon. That's, that's too much for me. But let's say that they wanted to get involved. They wanted to start. What advice would you give somebody that wants to get into running a walking community? Just do it. Mm. I mean, I know that sounds so cliche, but just do it. I mean, there are so many encouraging people in the community. And you obviously don't have to start out with a marathon. I've been running for, what, 15 years now? I would say consistently running for twelve for 15 years. I mean, I've done multiple half marathons, and every time I would cross the finish line, I would think, you know, you would only be halfway done. Until I turned 40, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it this year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just... Set a small goal for yourself. Once you achieve that goal, then set another goal. Ooh, that's so, good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nothing more than just one foot in front of the other. I enjoy pushing myself to see what my body is capable of. Mm. Like the only mm-hmm. limitations that are really placed on you are the ones you place on yourself. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, what has been, you've talked about some great races and great experiences. Has there been a race that you've walked away from and been like, oh man, that yeah. was. Okay. Yeah. The Auburn Half Marathon. Oh, okay. That was horrible. The description of it said <laughs> gently rolling hills, and that was the worst description. I I still get angry over that race. Really? I get so <laughs> mad over that race because I trained so hard. So I did the Montgomery Half before that, and I was like, huh, I'm going to get it under two hours. I finally achieved the goal of doing a half. I broke that two-hour mark. That mm-hmm. was huge for me. Then Auburn Half came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do even better on this race. It says gently rolling hills. That's fine. So you were thinking that it was less hilly than Montgomery. Yeah. Okay. 
school. <laughs> I still get so mad over that race. I will probably, sorry, all in half marathon. <laughs> but yeah, gently rolling hills, no, not at all. Wow. Not at okay. all. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I do. It makes me so mad. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was not, I mean, in the finish line, the last tenth of a mile was uphill. Like, Ben was waiting on me, and he was like, you know, it got to, like, 155, so I'm looking for you. Because he was thinking it was going to be. You're going to be under two hours. He said it hit the two-hour mark, and he was like, oh, she's going to be mad. And then I think I finished, like, 204, and he was like, I ain't talking to her. (laughs) I mean, I came across the finish line, and he just kind of stayed away from me for a little bit. So you were not happy to finish? It wasn't that. I was just mad that the course was as hilly as it was. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. That's I never knew that. Yeah, that's crazy. There you go. Did you enjoy the Montgomery half? Yeah, the Montgomery okay. half wasn't bad. And at the time that I ran it, I was actually living in Montgomery. Okay. So I'd finished PT school and mm-hmm. I'd taken a job up there, and I stayed up there for about ten months afterwards. So I was pretty much training on that course. Gotcha. So oh. that might have given me a little advantage. That's awesome. Yeah. But just so anybody knows that they're trying to do it the first mile if they haven't changed it is straight uphill oh nice it is a gradual incline that takes you right by the crampton bowl and you're running on a gradual incline so do lots of hill work work. yeah lots of hill work so how hilly was memphis you know it was hilly and i went back and i looked at the elevation chart but there weren't like steep peaks and steep valleys okay so it was Gradual, and I would say the course did a really good time that you weren't on long straightaways for a long time, so you would make some turns. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it it was hilly, but I felt prepared for him, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "You know, I'm eating hills for breakfast." Oh, you good. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a mantra that we would say whenever we would meet with That's our right. um, training plan or training mm-hmm. program. You know, we're eating hills for breakfast. So yeah, there we go. I ate a lot of hills that that day. So. That's good. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. What is your favorite length run now that you've done 5K, 10K, 12K? I mean, you've gone all the way up to a marathon. So what's been your favorite? I'm not sure. I know 5K is hard because if you want to do it in a good time, I mean, you feel like you have to sprint the entire mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. I would say I kind of get into a groove right about that five-mile mark. So maybe a, a 10K is a good distance. So I, I really don't know. I just – I enjoy the process of just running Mm, mm -hmm. so I don't have a favorite I would say I do want to ask you this (laughs) and that is you use the battleship 12k not only did you you race it but then you also use that as a training day because you had what 22 miles to do 22 miles to do so how was that like how was that process that was dedication at that point in time okay I mean because I ran seven and a half miles before the race and then I stopped, waited for the start line, <laughs> ran the race, mm-hmm. and then ran seven more miles after the race. So, I mean, dedication. That was the only thing I could say to that one. Yeah. Did you enjoy it because it was a race, like, as far as it was safety and numbers and that sort of thing? And you weren't the only one that ran back. Right. Yeah, I did enjoy it, and it's such a great race anyway. Mm-hmm. I like the straightaway of it to where you're running point to point. It's a different 
type of running as far as like yeah. a different scenery and then safe because cars aren't trying to like run you over and right. that sort of and thing you, yeah i mean you did have definitely safety as far as the shoulder on the side of the road i mean because mm-hmm. that's a challenge running in the north mobile community mm-hmm. you don't have as many walkways sidewalks you don't have many areas that have shoulders so trying to find a safe place to run it, it can prove challenging mm-hmm. which obviously safety as a female runner is extremely important and there are times that you know it's not that I didn't feel safe it's just running at 5 30 in mm-hmm. the morning sure before the sun comes up and making sure that you have all the safety equipment and that you, you're aware of your surroundings it's it does prove challenging at times yeah so, so Kristen when you're not running mm-hmm. what what where can we find Kristen what can we find Kristen doing whatever my kids are doing <laughs> That's probably where you can find me. I have a boy that's nine, Isaac, and Emery is eight. So Isaac is in Taekwondo. He does soccer. He is just registered for basketball. So we will start basketball this this winter. Emery is in gymnastics. So whatever the kids are doing, I'm typically there. Or we're at church or Mm -hmm. hanging out with some of our church family. I do want to ask you this too. How did running help you? Because at one time your husband Ben yes. was in the Navy. Yep. So and he was he was de- not in the country. Right. He was deployed at June of 2018 to March of 2019. Wow. Uh, so for nine months, my kids I think were five and four at the time. Again, a stress reliever. Mm. This is mm-hmm. that running, working out. That's my biggest stress reliever. So. To manage a household with two small kids working full time, I had to find some way to alleviate stress, and, and running was it. And he came home in March, and then in May, I did actually the Chicago Ragnar. Oh, wow. So yeah, I had yeah. to train during that time. <laughs> I did not have a choice. Yeah. So, but I, I can say my family, and especially Ben, has been extremely supportive mm-hmm. of my running. And there are times that he'll look at me and he'll say, Hey, watch you, watch you put shoes on go for a run for a little bit because mm-hmm. he could probably see that I'm not in the best of moods <laughs> so so yeah he is he's been very supportive of, of my running adventures mm-hmm. and he's he's a runner too he runs <laughs> yes so he has gone as far as buying a running watch and buying running shoes and he has signed up for a half the farm to fork oh in there we go Hattiesburg. In, in May yeah oh, yeah mm-hmm. so we're we're working on the training plan there we go yeah yeah <laughs> He's, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. All that. And then we can have Ben on. Absolutely. And we can talk. <laughs> there you go. We can talk about him and his training and all the fun things that he had to say about Absolutely. running a half marathon. What do your kids think about their mom being a marathoner? They just asked me, did you win? Oh. <laughs> and like, like, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> so after finishing the marathon, I was talking to them. They were staying with my in-laws at the time. And we were FaceTiming. And... To hear them say, I'm so proud of you. Aww. I mean, that was just, that was worth it all mm-hmm. in all. So, Because mm-hmm. still in their mind, they don't understand how far 26.2 miles is. Right. And you try to explain it to them. Like, you're like, you know, no, it's like from driving from here to Rara's house mm-hmm. and more. And they're like, okay, <laughs> so did you win? And I'm like, yes, I did. So, but I mean, they did say, like, I am proud of you. Mm. So to hear that, it's. It's inspiring yeah. to keep going, yeah. to keep doing it for them. So. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And who knows, like, they, you know, one day you may have your kids out running with you. I hope you so. Know? I really do. Yeah. I hope they have a love for it. 
and that is not I mean you know so many times your your high school coaches they use it as punishment Mm -hmm. and you lose that love for running Mm. so I'm hoping that they never really they see it they maybe get it and it might not be long distance that's fine Mm -hmm. but I hope they just have a love for just moving their bodies and just working out Mm. yeah just staying active now you're from this area yes and so you went to high school. I went to high school at Bryant. At Bryant. Yeah. And you were a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. So not a runner. Absolutely not. <laughs> you could not have paid me to run in high school. Wow. I was not going to do it. Get out of here. No. Mm-mm. I mean, I had track cross country. I think they probably mm-hmm. tried to recruit anybody and everybody. Sure. For whatever reason, they tried to recruit me. I have no idea why. And I would just look at them and just laugh. I'm like, I'm not running. No. Wow. So things change yeah clearly now I pay to run which is <laughs> I don't know maybe dumb I don't know no and you so, crossed 26.2 miles 26.2 dude yeah. that's huge thank you <laughs> that's awesome it's crazy to be on the other side and look back and think hey I did that and not only that but the journey all the things that yeah. you went through all the runs that you did I mean the sacrifices four and a you... half months of training mm-hmm. I mean you would sacrifice going out Friday night and being able to hang out you know I would look at my husband look at my watch and be like hey it's time to go yeah I gotta wake up at five o'clock so on a Saturday like I have not slept in on a Saturday in four and a half months wow so yeah <laughs> but it was a journey, and it was a great journey, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying I would not do it again. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Well, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I think we're good. I think that's <laughs> it, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Kristen. Absolutely. I appreciate it. I knew you guys would love Kristen. I hope that you enjoyed her runner story. That mantra, you can do hard things. I own a junk brand that says that because of her. So she has one too. So I have matching ones. (laughs) Uh, But honestly, what a cool person. What an amazing story, an amazing journey. And the fact that we met at University of Mobile, she went there and then taught. And I was one of her students. And now she's one of my best friends. So that is so very special. So thank you guys for listening to Kristen's story. And if you've not met her in person, She's incredible, and I hope you guys do get to meet her and you'll fall in love with her as you did through this podcast. And if you're listening and you guys are like, hey, I've got goals for 2023 and I want to run with a training program, guys, run your story training program. We'll actually be training for Azalea Trail. Kickoff is in January. So go to the website for more details. Love to have you come train with us. We will be in the Jackson, Alabama area twice a week, Mobile area twice a week, and we will also be in Saraland area twice a week. So love to have you come join us and let us help you cross that finish line and create your story. As always, a huge shout out to Gilyard Tech Services. This podcast would not be possible without him. Gilyard Tech Services provides the top-notch web development. If you're looking to build a website or even freshen up your current site, you can do that. And if you guys check out runyourstory.com, you will see a great website that he built. It's awesome. Gilyard Tech Services also offers tutoring for high school students that want to learn to code. So, He is a coder, and he loves to teach that. So you can visit 
gilyardts.com for more details. Also, another huge shout out to Mars Hill Church for allowing us to chat for our podcast. And I really appreciate that. You can also check out People of Mars Hill website if you want and see what we're all about. Cool church, cool place to grow spiritually and get plugged into community. As always, guys, this is a self-funded podcast. So if you want to give, you can go to Patreon and give $5 a month. And we would love that. Thank you guys again for listening, for supporting Run Your Story. And as you hit the pavement, remember to take part of Kristen's story with you as it's now part of mine. So guys, go run your story.